This is Study Sessions, brought to you by Sex Ed Debunked. In these mini-sodes, we'll discuss a myth suggested to us by listeners like you. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Sex Ed Debunked to suggest new myths, provide your own show notes, and give us ideas for what to talk about next. Now take some notes. The study group is in session. Hi, Sex Ed Debunked listeners. Before we get into today's study session on gratitude, we wanted to take a few moments to hold space and honor the five members of the queer community killed in the Club Q massacre in Colorado Springs, Colorado, on the Transgender Day of Remembrance. We want to take a few moments to honor Kelly Loving, Daniel Aston, Derek Rump, Ashley Paw, and Raymond Green Vance. Thank you for listening, and we love our LGBTQ family and hope everyone is dealing and feeling everything they need to deal and feel with at this time. I say, hey, 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 and welcome to Study Sessions, a weekly minisode where we discuss relevant issues brought to us by you, our listeners. In today's study session, we're talking about something super timely, what we're thankful for. So many things. And while you might be thinking, oh, because of Thanksgiving, kind of, but we're more thinking because of Election Day. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. <laughs> so we want to take this week's episode to celebrate some of the victories for healthcare, women's rights, LGBT rights, um, democracy, and minority <laughs> freedom, <laughs> freedom, right to vote, basic human all rights, these wonderful things. But, but we are we're like we're, legit, are. we're really happy about it because I don't know about you, but on November seventh, I was terrified, mm -hmm. and so now I'm thankful that we are who we think we are. Yeah, I'm definitely grateful and want to express our gratitude to all the voters who turned out um, to make sure that the red wave was more of like a red puddle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank goodness. So let's talk about it. We'll be your news source for this. Um, here were some of the notable outcomes from Election Day. Yeah, and, and you know, one of the things we always want to say is this isn't about um, politics per se, even though obviously everyone was talking about a red wave, yada, yada. But it's really about what values people voted for. Mm -hmm. So, you know, first we had John Fetterman beating Dr. Oz and gaining a Senate seat in Pennsylvania. Hell yeah. And, and that's like people who heard his message about everyday people, working people. And you know what? Rejected a celebrity who really just carpetbagged into the state, which to me means people were just being a little smarter. Yeah, we and love that's that. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and same idea. The Democrats gained a Senate seat in Ohio, obviously a hugely important swing state. And again, like Democrats, sure. But more importantly, it's it gives us the opportunity to add a little more blue, which means adding a little bit more progressive ideals and working more towards, you know, positive ideologies about healthcare, women's rights, body autonomy, LGBTQ rights, minority rights, you name it. Well, and, and here's a really huge one, Shannon, is that every single state where women's body autonomy was on the ballot, women's rights prevailed. That is, I am grateful. Yeah. I am grateful, grateful, grateful. Even in Kentucky. The tuck, sure. Yes, because Kentucky wanted to outlaw women's body autonomy. And 
The voters were like, uh-uh. And, you know, a big argument, a strong argument has been made by people talking about the election that issues like that is what got people to go out and then they uh-huh. voted down ballot. Because, hey, you know what? Women's rights is a real thing and, you know, we're still fighting for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And again, that's why this isn't bipartisan. This is people voting for what they genuinely believe is right, which is a sigh of relief, truly. Well, and a sigh of relief that... People turned out. Gen Z turned out. Mm-hmm. Millennials turned out. Young people turned out. Woo-hoo, Women turned cool. out. Minorities turned out. Everybody turned out. And, and we had a know. record number of, which I love I love it because it seems every time there's an election, we have a new record number of LGBTQ plus elected officials. But it's great. And in our neighbor state of Massachusetts. Go Massachusetts. Uh, Maura Healy made history as the nation's first openly lesbian governor and the state's first woman governor. So great job to Rock that. On. Love that. Um in the state of New Hampshire, also basically our neighbor because New England's so damn small, um, James Rosner became the country's first openly trans- transgender man elected as a state representative. So that's amazing. Awesome. In Maryland, a 25-year-old Uruguayan immigrant, Joe Vogel, won his race to become the state's first Gen Z. Gen Z? Yeah. What? Gen Z legislator. <laughs> Gen Z immigrant. legislator. Yeah. Freaking awesome. Um, also in Maryland, Democrat Wes Moore is the only third black governor in U.S. history and Maryland's first. Amazing. And in Congress, progressive Delia Ramirez will become the first Latina elected to represent Illinois. Woohoo! Woohoo! Oh, and the other thing I wanted to mention, Michigan. Michigan. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Gretchen Whitmer, who has been threatened, almost kidnapped, has been attacked. She gets reelected and the state legislature totally flips Mm -hmm. Democrat. Amazing. It's and and that is a vote because what why that's important, Shannon. And once again, it's not so much the political party, but she ran on protecting women's body autonomy. Yep. That was her platform. And guess what? People showed up yeah. and voted for it. And this it. is like this is sort of the TLDR is that um too long didn't read for our <laughs> non-redditor uh, audience, but body autonomy, reigning in police budgets, decriminalizing weed, canceling student debt, higher wages for workers, and just generally doing things differently is what was popular in this election. And that's why this was an issues-based election, not a party-based election. And I would also say too, Shannon, people voted for issues. A lot of the people that they thought were going to prevail in this election, people were like, no, I'm tired of the screaming. I'm tired of the mm-hmm. yelling. I'm tired of the name calling. Who's going to do do something? Mm-hmm. Who is going to actually roll up their sleeves and get the work done? Yep. And it's funny because I read an article feeling like, okay, let me get into this demographic. I read an article in Teen Vogue about it, which is <laughs> hilarious. I forgot Teen Vogue was even a thing. But it basically led with voters between the ages of 18 and 29 favored Democrats by 28 points. But it was not about party. And when they interviewed a ton of people, especially Gen Zers, about their motivation to vote, it wasn't because I want to vote blue or because I want to vote Democrat. It was because I know that I want change and I know what issues I want to see changed and what issues I want to see protected. And that's why those voters went out. And I am so grateful and have so much gratitude for a young generation that kind of has every right to be totally upset and frustrated and, and disillusioned anxious and, and anxious and all of those things. And they still picked themselves up, threw on their sweatpants, threw on their beanie, went to the polls and voted. Well, and here, here's this, what I was reading, because I read all of the, you know, the academic journals. At the University of Michigan, students waited online for four hours to vote. Mm-hmm. So what happened is on the college campuses, there was a huge push to vote. And four hours? Four hours? 
So that tells me that this generation is engaged and they're engaged in climate change, body autonomy, you know, LGBT rights. They are engaged. And that's something to be grateful for. Something to be grateful for. And while we're on the topic of LGBTQ rights. All right. This is a big one. All right. So you guys heard Dobbs v. Jackson came down and, you know, women's body autonomy was eviscerated by the U.S. Supreme Court. And, you know, subtly in that decision, there was some suggestion that the next thing would be, oh, um, remember Oberfeld where same-sex marriage was legalized yes, across the country? Oh, well, that's just the U.S. Supreme Court pe- precedent. There's no law for that. There's no law for interracial marriage. All right, I'm going to pause and say this because this is something that we all have to be grateful for. The Senate passed out of committee having legislation to make federal law same-sex marriage and interracial marriage. Sigh of relief. And even more grateful, bipartisan. Mm-hmm. bipartisan, which says that's who we are as a country. Mm-hmm. We are a country that is embracing love of all kinds. Mm-hmm. And that means now it goes to the Senate for a vote, and then they'll you know, tweak it, send it to the House. And it's possible by the end of the year before this Congress is over, we may have a law that says love is love. Whew. Something to be grateful Something for. Something to be grateful for. So... <laughs> Basically, we are thankful for people showing up for the things that matter to them. We are thankful for people voting out the things they don't like and voting in the things that they do, regardless of party. Um, and continuing to show up in mass for the things that matter to other people, too. I think, you know, it's, oh, it's, it's easy to vote for what you want, but to be able to go out and vote because you want to protect and look out for the interests of others is also something to be extremely grateful for. Totally. And, and I also... To give a nod to Thanksgiving coming up, I want to say that, you know, 10,000 downloads, we're grateful for our listeners and we're grateful for friends and family who have been listening and sharing and following us and and just talking about the podcast and knowing that so many of you have learned as we've learned, you know, as we've learned through the experts we've had, mm-hmm. the research that's come out, the conversations. I'm thankful for that. Who knew this was going to be such an adventure, Shan? Yeah, 10,000 downloads. It's no small feat, but we um, we remain appreciative, and you know these conversations are so important. I think we've said that since episode one that our goal here has just been to start these conversations. And ten thousand downloads later, I think hopefully we've we've started some good ones. And of course, you know, thanks to Trailblaze who has supported us and makes and us sound really good. Our, uh, <laughs> our failures, making us sound much more refined than we truly are. Or when the cats are fighting. <laughs> yeah, there will be a special uh, video release of the cats going WWE in the background of several of these recordings. And you know what, Chan? I got to say, I'm thankful to you. I'm thankful that we've been able to have these conversations and thankful that, you know, you've persisted in setting up script docs and keeping us on task and just that I think we've grown closer and I think we have made... A lot of listeners have better relationships with people in their family, too. That's what I've heard. No, I'm thankful for you, too. I'm so glad that we were able to do this together and um, continue to do it. And as and they say, on Octonauts, on to the next adventure. We really got to talk about our <laughs> trademarking. It's not good. Uh, so that is it for our study session. We just wanted to take a second to say that we are 
tremendously grateful for so many things, um, including and not limited to the greater politic right now, but also, of course, our listeners and our ability to continue to produce this podcast and continue to have important conversations. So keep tuning in for biweekly episodes of Sex Ed Debunked and keep reaching out with your questions, comments, and other conversations that you'd like us to start. And be thankful. Look around. Be thankful for all of what we have in this country and in our lives. And Eat lots of turkey and gobble, enjoy gobble, the football. Gobble, gobble, and, gobble, oh, wait, gobble. wait, one more thing. I am thankful that the Patriots are playing on Thanksgiving. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for tuning in and uh, tune in next week for another episode of Sex Ed Debunked. Debunked. Take care. Sex Ed Debunked is produced by Trailblaze Media in Providence, Rhode Island. Our sound producer is Ezra Winters with production assistance from Shay Weintraub.